This is the Warmester Town Supporter Podcast, and I'm your host, Roland Millward. And it's now 2020. Yes, the first podcast of the new year. So welcome to all our listeners. Thank you once again for joining us. And let's take a look at some 2020 vision as to what's been happening with Warminster Town and what is about to happen over the coming weeks. So thank you very much for joining us. Stay tuned for Warminster Town Football Club coming up now. So let's kick off the show firstly with a review of the FA Vars Round 4 and what happened when Warminster Town travelled to Bitten AFC. Let's talk about it now with Jamie House. Well, we should have, for the first time for a long time, Mr Jamie House on the line. How are you, Jamie? I'm not too bad, thank you. You? Good, yeah, not bad at all, mate. So it's good to be back, having had a little break from the podcasting. Mm. We're now back on air as it were so uh, we've got a few things to talk about but I think we must talk about first of all the FA Vars round four and our little trip to Bitten yes. what was your view on the game uh, it was a fantastic game it really was a proper cup tie um, <clears throat> and you know I think Warminster really put their heart and souls into that game as well you know and for the first 50 to 60 minutes they didn't really have a reply to us either it just goes to show that you know how well Warminster played they did. Yeah, excellent play. All the players, everybody was, as you say, putting their heart and soul in it. People were tracking back, closing down early, um, didn't give them an inch really most of the time. So I thought absolutely fantastic performance. Uh, a shame about the result, 3-1, which was a little bit deceiving really. Yeah, it's the not really reflective, say, of, not the, reflective at of all, the game. is it? No. no. Um, and I thought they made um, their substitutes count as well. The three come in on late. Yes, they did. they did have a big impact. On the game, I think, yes. The fresh legs. And, of course, we had our all-new white kit for the first time since it uh, was yes, displayed finally. online. <laughs> yes, Yeah, very smart, too. It did look uh, very, so, very smart. So, overall, obviously, we got the penalty. Jack Millick mm-hmm. was brought down and uh, a penalty. I think a few of the fa- a bit in the fans saw it was a little bit soft. But um, mm. if it's going to be a free kick on the halfway line, it should be a penalty. It should be a it's penalty, yes. Yeah. So, that's the way I look at it. And you too. And of course, uh, Ian Jeffrey back from his holiday, made no mistake mm. in putting that one away. Very strong, powerful penalty, even though the keeper say almost got there. But uh, I think mm. he would have taken his hand off you to got to it anyway. Well, true. <laughs> <laughs> so we made sure of that one. Um, shame we lost um, Jimmers in that one. James Vincent had to come off in that first half through uh, looks like groin strain, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was a bit unfortunate, especially so early on in the game. Yeah. So, so what do you think then? Any particular player stood out to you that uh, through the match? I'm going to give more credit, obviously. Well, yes, precisely. But I think um, I think Ian Jeffrey and Jack Millick really stood out for me, particularly uh, in that game. I think they were all over the place. Um, they won. Obviously, Jack won the won the penalty as well, and 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 Ian put it away. So um, yeah, I think those two really stood out. And uh, Tom Pawley as well in the mid in the middle had a good game as well. I was going to say he was excellent on the ball. Uh, he didn't seem to fear anybody around him and had confidence to keep the ball, take it away from them and, and make a good pass or two. So mm. I thought, yes, he had a great game as well. So all the players have to give him full credit for that. And can we bring that into the league, though, is the big question, isn't it now? Well, I would hope so. I mean, if we played like that every single game against most of the teams in our division, I mean, we'd be promoted come half 
halfway through the season, I reckon. (laughs) (laughs) Be well clear, yeah. Yeah, it's when we played teams like Hengrove and Bristol Telephone. (laughs) Had a few issues uh, down the bottom end. So, uh, but never mind. We have to, I must say, I've I've replayed their first goal back, and that was an excellent goal. Yes. I think you have to give them credit for that. Yes. And probably our lads were getting a little bit tired towards the end. Perhaps the fitness levels just showing between the two teams, particularly with their three subs that came on. Nothing that yes. made yeah. a difference, gave them that little bit of more freedom. Uh, whereas we've had to substitute for different reasons through the game. So that made a difference there. So thinking about that's over now. We've still got the League Cup to come at some particular point when finally Tavistock and Cleveland do eventually play each other and we find out where we're going for that one but back to the league let's look at the league tables and see how they look now would you like to just run us through the top few and the bottom few just to see where we're at and remind us where Warminster are as well yeah absolutely we have Longwell Green Sports at the top of the league on 38 points uh, no 39 points sorry beg your pardon Cantown are just behind them on 38 uh, Ashton and Backwell are third on 36 Wells are fourth on 35 and Sherborne are fifth on 35 and at the bottom, we still have Bristol Telephones. Bishop Sutton are just above them. Devizes just above them. Almondsbury are in 17th and Portishead in 16th to round out the bottom five. And Warminster are currently in 11th. So just just in the top half of the, just at the top of the, at the bottom half of the table. Yeah, 25 <clears throat> points. It's not a major, major difference between 25 and 39 in many ways. Because this, no, no. in this league, teams do, you know... <laughs> have little runs of losses so um... exactly i mean we put a string of a few uh, few wins together and we could be well up in the uh, the top half of the table again yeah yeah so <clears> it can all it can all change plenty to play for as last season proved we had a, a very strong run uh january onwards and it just sort of peaked to a few draws towards the end didn't it but uh, yes it's quite well last season and if we can get back up in that sort of position that would be rather nice for warmester town yeah to do that and then uh, yep. move onwards indeed so um couple of challenging games coming up because obviously we've got devices on Wednesday and then of course we've got Longwell Green who are at the top of the league on Saturday at home yes, so there'll be a couple of challenging games coming up it is close to the bottom which I worry about more than the top ones yeah <laughs> <laughs> our track record of anybody beneath has been a little bit dire at times but yeah. you know let's see what happens we can step up the performance again as per Saturday's bit and then that'll all, all change won't it so just say just a quick podcast this week got to mention though we've, we've lost somebody over recent weeks at warminster town have you seen him yes well well when he was on the pitch you couldn't miss him yeah the, the tank charlie <laughs> walton has uh has has moved on to uh higher things with uh with the move to uh bradford naven or bradford town fc yeah bradford town. yeah who are doing very very well they are um, doing very well yeah yeah they're uh well, they're currently lying second, but that's only on goal difference. They've got 46 points, as have Plymouth Parkway, so they're mm. doing extremely well. They were top for a short while, weren't they, Bradford, as well? So. They were, yes. I think they uh, they lost their most recent league game, if I remember correctly. I can't mm. remember who it was against now. but um, Yeah, doing very well. So Charlie's one before that, they lost to Canesham, 3-1. Ah, right, yeah. <clears> so, uh, Charlie, well, best wishes to Charlie. Of course, we've got uh, say Tom Pawley back now, if he can start performing like he did on... Uh, Saturday as well every week that will be uh, a good thing for Warminster mm. as well so uh, good stuff and we must say what a fantastic uh, away perform uh, performance from the fans at Bitten all the Warminster boys that turned up singing away and chanting uh, I yeah. think played their role made it a great day for the club 
Absolutely. Certainly a lot of atmosphere there. And they've been there since, I think, since the start of the Cup. Right. I certainly, certainly noticed them for the first time against Porchester. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, they've, yeah. they've been uh, making a lot of noise since then. And it really added to the to the atmosphere of the day. And uh, I think it, it made a big difference in, in you know, Warmest are really wanting to perform in front of their fans, especially at the away games, you know, right. um, where obviously we don't have the home advantage. So, yeah. um all that, very good. all that support always, uh, always is always going to, you know, spur the team on. Brilliant, yeah, and of course, uh, the home gates have been steadily rising. So if we can keep that up at home, lots more attending at Warminster. It's all good for the club. It gives the club much needed funds for improvements as uh, time goes on over the next uh, months and years to uh, improve the ground in many ways as well with the extra attendance money. So. Let's keep it going. So thank you to everybody for supporting Warminster Town Football Club, I say. Mm, indeed. Well, thanks, Jamie, for joining us once again. I shall run through the next few fixtures with everyone. We've mentioned a couple, but I'll do that again just so that people can get their diaries out, write them down mm. so they can come along and support Warminster Town both home and away. And of course, if they can't make a match, they can catch us on Periscope, can't they? Mm-hmm. So thanks again. Take You're care. You're very welcome. And we'll see you soon. So if you've got your pen and paper handy, these are the dates for your diary for forthcoming football matches. Uh, next up is Wednesday 15th of January, a home match for Warminster Town when we welcome Devizes Town, kick-off 7.45. That's followed by a Saturday match on Saturday the 18th of January, a home tie again, Warminster Town versus Longwell Green Sports. Now, we'll give you a couple more so you're well in advance of everything happening. Tuesday, the 21st of January, an away trip to Bristol Telephones. Now, let's see if we can reverse roles on them. For uh, They won at Warminster, so we want to try and get uh, three points back, really, in that match. And then the final one we'll give you is going to be on Saturday, 25th of January, another away trip, little trip down the A303, depending which way you go of course to Wincanton Town so uh, lots to play for lots of points potentially on the board for Warminster so if you can do come along and support Warminster both home and away and of course if you can't make it any time we'll hopefully be live on Periscope and Twitter Thank you for listening to the Warminster Town Football Club Supporter Podcast It's great that you've been here and I do hope that you will subscribe to this podcast and I look forward to speaking to you again in the future Thank you.